Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, April 6th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, this will be my last show of the week uh, as I am heading to the desert uh, tonight, actually, yeah, Thursday night. I'm exciting heading stuff. to Sin City. Actually, it's, I'm not actually going to Vegas. I'm going to, to Henderson, which is where my sister and nephew live. Sin City, I'm, Henderson. Yep. You, you know me. Um, yep. So I'm going to be there for a week. I will be hosting this week on Broadway on Sunday, uh, assuming I can figure out how to do that technology. I only do it like once every few months, so I often forget how to like let other people in if you want to listen and be involved and all that stuff. But I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll sign Sounds on like early. Sounds like an emotional problem. You don't know how to let people in. Yeah, that's true. I'm very closed <laughs> off. I like spending... Fact. <laughs> yeah, I like spending time by myself. Um, Very anti-cancerian traits. I know. I'm speaking of cancer, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, right. But... Tangentially, you'll see. Uh, but if you want to be a part of this week on Broadway, on Easter Sunday, it'll be me along with the great Peter Felicia and Jan Simpson. Uh, what a what a great duo to be spending my Easter morning with, even though it'll be like 7 a.m. when we start where I am in Las Vegas. So if you want to be a part of that, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Now, actually, in the podcast feed uh, on yesterday's Today on Broadway was the review recap episode for Shuck. Of course, that orig- originally appeared in the Patreon feed, but you can hear those as soon as they come out um, if you are over there. But as we talked about on yep. yesterday's show, you have seen Shucked. You, you couldn't Shucked. talk about it because yeah. the reviews weren't out yet. I figure because, as I mentioned yesterday, the reviews were all really positive, and I know that you really enjoyed I'm it. I feel so like you don't have happy. to go off. Yeah, yes, I'm exactly. so happy to see that everyone essentially had the same opinion. I mean, obviously, there were... uh, I saw a lot of people say that it should have been one act, and I don't know that I agree with that. Um, A lot of people thinking that there were a lot of songs for padded. I... er, For padding, I will tell you, I think I laughed the entire show, and that is such a rarity. It is so hard to do comedy. um, And increasingly so, but also I think a lot of people end up shying away from it. I think we go in patterns, and I was talking about this with Robbie when we saw it, um, we go in patterns of like after these really intense, awful national or, or international crises, uh, we have uh, an influx of comedy. It seems we had it right after nine eleven, with obviously the producers being the biggest one, and now we're starting to see comedy again after the pandemic, and it's really exciting. Um, I think the show is so funny, and obviously it was such an enigma because they weren't letting anybody know anything about it. So you go into it not knowing what to expect, not knowing what the tone is going to be, not knowing, obviously, if it's going to be bad or good. It is such a great time, and the cast is so, so talented, especially always Alex Newell, who I swoon <laughs> any words that come out of his mouth yep. um and i i last night on tuesday night i saw titanic finally as well and i've got to say between titanic so and oh my god it's the best between uh that and russell daniels who's playing uh ruth do it bucator um mm-hmm. and gray henson who's playing storyteller too and shocked it is such a great time for these really campy roles that are going on. It is, it makes me so happy to see because that's kind of my favorite archetype of character anyway. But everyone in the cast is so amazing. Caroline Interbickler is 
so 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 talented her Maisie is amazing needless to say and also no, pun, pun, intended. Pun, pun intended absolutely oh, okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> pun partially intended how about that yeah um, but if you great. don't know what to expect with shocked i mean just you're going to have a great night it's just a really delightful time it is like i said so funny and I think really unique. It's really unique in general to see an original musical going on um, on Broadway. Even more unique to have a story that's kind of, uh, you know, obviously a rehash of other stories, but also kind of puts it it's all into it. Yeah, I love that. Very excited to see that. And I'm very happy that it got the positive reviews that it did. Speaking of another show that I... I'm really excited to see come to Broadway and one that I hope continues to get the fantastic reviews that it did off Broadway. Yesterday, we got an announcement for another Broadway show to be opening this summer. It is going to be a very limited run. It is the one man show just for us written and performed by Alex Edelman. Yes. It had like it had a six time extended off Broadway run across three so different venues bananas. in New York City. Yeah. Grace and I sat in the front row. I, was it? Oh, so- that's I can't remember right. if it was Soho. I you guys saw yeah. it together. Yeah, it was either Soho or Cherry Lane. I can't remember which one, but it's phenomenal. I got, re- I just got really excited when I saw this. He's been doing this show all over the country, all over the world, going to, um, uh, t- to London, to Edinburgh, to Melbourne, Australia, Washington, DC, Boston. He's been doing it everywhere. It's really tremendous. It's going to begin performances on Thursday, June 22nd at the Hudson Theater. It will open. Here's where the cancer connection comes in on my birthday, ah. Monday, June 26th. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, I, t- I told you we would get there. It's, it's only playing through Saturday, August 19th. That is exactly one month before Mary Louie Roll Along uh, begins performances at the Hudson Theater on September 19th. Yeah, you're, you're familiar. Um, so it needs that time to move out and to load in Mary Lee. Although I will say, like, Mary Lee is not super set heavy. And no, not Alex at Edelman's all. show is like just a blank stage and some chairs. I was so, going like, to say, they put the easiest possible show in maybe. And I'm really glad that they did this because you, you've talked about it and I haven't seen yeah. it yet. But it's been oh, it's so, so, so critically acclaimed and you know, audience acclaimed for that matter that to have a show like this going in that doesn't need a big load in load out yeah. can easily transition into, you know, not necessarily a big musical because like you said, Marilee doesn't have a massive set and seems like it should be pretty easy to load in. Um, but very good logistics here. Yeah. And I just love like we, we've talked about this for years. Like there's a little bit of a gap between um what is in there uh now which is a doll's house that'll close on right. june 10th just for us begins on june 26th or i'm sorry uh on june 22nd is the first preview and then merrily comes in a month later like that's just good programming like get more Extremely little shows so. like this yeah in there we had that magic show thing last week um that's kind of filling yeah. a little bit of a slot on broadway like let's do that let's get other things on there they might be things be doing more of yeah. that as often Absolutely. as possible and wherever it permits it because then you just don't have one you have people employed which is always Mm -hmm. a massive plus and what we're always advocating for but also that means you don't have any empty theaters and therefore you always have a you know a a chain of revenue coming into broadway which is obviously what the whole industry wants yeah and it gives these people who have smaller shows like an alex like the alex edelman is 
n- most of the time we have one person shows, they're familiar names, people who have long pedigrees. And he's got a good resume, right, but not exactly. on Broadway. He's not super famous. So, like, I think this is just great. But um, speaking of something else that is great, we got the first real set of nominations announced for the New York Awards season. Uh, those were the Lucille Bortel Awards that came out on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I'm not going to run through all of them. I will talk about some of them. Wolf Play, which you recently saw, I believe, right? Oh, man. Uh, Amazing. Leads all nominations with six. There were four shows that had five nominations. A Case for the Existence of God, Endgame, Epiphany, and Titanic coming in with five as well. Um, The stars of Kimberly Akimba, which obviously did very well at the Lortels last year, Victoria Clark and Justin Cooley, they announced the nominees. Um, I'm going to run through like the big performance ones and then uh, like the production ones and then the performance actor categories. I will remind you that they are now doing uh, gender neutral performer categories for the Lortels. So that is fantastic. All right. Outstanding play. A case for the existence of God by Samuel D. Hunter. Dark Disabled Stories by Ryan J. Haddad. Downstate by Bruce Norris, Epiphany by Brian Watkins, and Wolf Play by Hansel Young. Outstanding musical, Dreaming Zinzil by Somi Kakoma, uh, Harmony by Bruce, uh, by Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman, Suffs by Shayna Taub, Titanic, Marla Mendel, Constantine Rusuli and Ty Blue, and Weightless by The Kilbanes. Outstanding revival, A Bright New Boise, this is both play and musical, A Bright New Boise at Signature, Endgame at Irish Rep, A Man of No Importance at CSC, Merrily We Roll Along at New York Theater Workshop, and A Raisin in the Sun at Public Theater. Uh, going now to the performance categories. Outstanding lead performer in a play, Kyle Beltran for A Case for the Existence of God, Mary Louise Burke for Epiphany, K. Todd Freeman from Downstate, Ryan J. Haddad for Dark Disabled Story. His name's going to pop up multiple times. He's already gotten two Good. nominations. That's we'll see how many more. Uh, Bill Irwin for Endgame, Tanya Pinkins for Raisin in the Sun, John Douglas Thompson for Endgame. Outstanding featured performer in a play, Mia Barron for The Coast Starlight, Susanna Guzman for Downstate, Ryan J. Haddad, again, this time for American Televisions, Dickie Hartz for Dark Disabled Stories, the show that Ryan J. Haddad <laughs> wrote, uh, Patrice johnson uh for Endgame, Maureen Sebastian for The Best We Could, A Family Tragedy, and Eddie Torres for Downstate. Outstanding lead performer in a musical. Nicholas Barish for The Butcher Boy, Callum Francis for Kinky Boots, Nady Jones for The Harder They Come, uh, Somi Kakoma for Dreaming Zenzel, Lindsay Mendez for Merrily We Roll Along, Marla Mendel for Titanic, and Jim Parsons for A Man of No Importance. Outstanding featured performer in a musical, Crystal Joy Brown for Merrily We Roll Along. And this is actually goes back, you know, well, I'll finish this off here. Crystal Joy Brown, Merrily We Roll Along, Darren Goldstein, The Bedwetter, Nikki M. James for Suffs, Jacob Ming Trent for The Harder They Come, John Riddle for Titanic. Tanique, Reg Rogers for Merrily We Roll Along, and AJ Shively for A Man yes. of No Importance. The fact that, yes, Reg Rogers is in there, but like Crystal so Joy good, Brown though. and uh, Lindsay Mendez getting nominated for Merrily, I think Absolutely. maybe you and I Thank talked you. about it. I don't remember, but like this was very much like I know that everyone's going to talk about Groff and, and Dan. Oh, yeah, like, of course, because they're the bigger Merrily, names. But yeah, Lindsay but Mendez th- is the heart of Merrily, this- and there's no question about it. Yeah, this production of Merrily, maybe it's because it has a woman director, or maybe it's just because, like, the only other one I've ever seen was Fiasco, and that's a little different. But, like, uh, yes. it feels very centered on the women, this production. And I think this, this, these nominations, um, 
appropriately recognize that. Real quick, outstanding uh, ensemble for The Nosebleed, Soft, and Wolf Play. And the honorary awards, uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award will go to Stephen McKinley Henderson. Playwrights Ooh, Sidewalk nice. inductee will be Intazaki Shange. And yes. the Body of Work Award will be the ART New York Theater. So Ooh, um, we will have the complete list nice of list. that in the show notes if you want to check that out. All right, some show and casting news I want to run through really quickly. Yesterday it was announced that the always wonderful Eric Bergen will be returning to the Broadway production of Chicago as Billy Flynn starting next week on Monday, April 10th. He will play opposite Kimberly Maribel, Liam Finnegan, and Olivia Holt, who is making her Broadway debut, and I currently have a uh, an interview request in for her. Uh, yeah. He will be in the show through Sunday, June 4th. Then, in a new production from the new group and the National Black Theater, they've announced the casting for the upcoming world premiere of Bernarda's Daughters by Diane uh, Xavier. It is directed by Dominique Ryder. It'll feature the great Pascal Armand, Alana Raquel Bowers, Kristen Dodson, Malika Samuel, Taji Sr., and Tamara Tooney, who is one of those people who, like, whether you, she's not like a huge star, but you know her face. And if you see her on either stage or screen, you are in really, really good hands. The show will begin performances on May 2nd with an opening night of May 23rd. And it is currently slated to run through June 4th at the Pershing Square Signature Center. Now, going down, uh, or I guess going up technically, uh, up to Boston and Cambridge, Massachusetts at the American Repertory Theater. They've announced the casting for the upcoming production of Avita. Now, if you'll remember, this is one we've talked about before that's being directed by Sammy Canold, who had previously done a production at, uh, at City Center that starred Solea Pfeiffer. Solea is going to be busy this summer while this show is running as she is going to be playing Ophelia, uh, in Hamlet in the park. So in her place in this new production will be the erstwhile lead of the Evo Van Hova West Side story, Shireen Pimentel. She will be playing Eva Perone. Uh, Gabrielle, uh, Burafato will be playing, uh, Magaldi. Omar Lopez Saparo will be playing Shay and former uh, Come From Away star Cesar Samoa will be playing Perone. Naomi Serrano will be playing the mistress. The show is currently scheduled to begin performances on Wednesday, May 17th. It'll officially open on May 25th and is slated to run uh, through Sunday, July 16th. It is being... It is being um, presented in production or in association with the Shakespeare Theater Company, um, where I believe um, Sammy might have done a, a workshop or something of like this before. Uh, so very yeah, excited about this. This so. is one that with a cast like that, I know that Sammy wants to get this to Broadway. I think there are some it will rights issues. Come. Yeah, that's well, the, there's that's the problem issues. more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. So we will see what happens there. I'm heading out on tour. The Wicked National Tour has announced its new uh, witches that will be joining the production at the Fabulous Fox Theater in St. Louis, Missouri, beginning on May 2nd. Olivia Valley, the granddaughter of of Jersey Boys Frankie Valley, will be taking over the role of Alphaba. She was most recently seen originating the role of Vivian in the national tour of Pretty Woman. And then... Uh, Celia Hottenstein will be taking over as Glinda. She is currently the understudy for the role on Broadway. I actually saw her go on as Nessa Rose on Broadway, and I also saw her in Desperate Measures oh. off Broadway. She oh, yeah. was great in Desperate Measures, um, in the, the nun character from that show. She also, um, has played Christine Daae as well. So excited to, for them to head out on tour. Uh, all right, let's do some real quick, quick feel good recommendations. I have not yet watched the first two episodes of Schmigadoon that have been released on Apple TV Plus. Likewise. However, the folks over at, um, Broadway World have put together a, 
ongoing list of all of the Broadway references and cameos from the first two episodes. So if you want to check that out, <laughs> that's always fun. I'm scrolling through it right now, but I'm already mad at myself for scrolling through it just because I spoiled a few yeah. things that I shouldn't have spoiled. But I'm an idiot. So there you go. True. Um, and the then, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, on Tuesday night, uh, Anna Zeely from New York, New York did a performance of the song, But the World Goes Round on the late show with Stephen Colbert. We have the, the video of that in the show notes. Uh, she sounds fantastic. And uh, it's a great song that a lot of people will know uh, because that is a song that has kind of become one of the signatures of the Kander and Ebb. Uh, catalog and it's actually oh, given yeah. its name to the review for for yep. <laughs> the Candor and Eb, the Candor and Eb review. So excited Sung for that! Everywhere one. in New York at all times, all the piano bars everywhere. Oh, it's going to be somewhere being sung. So true that in Metal so, Arc. Yeah. Oh, I will listen to anybody talented sing Metal right. Arc as long as they can like hit the <laughs> nice notes. Caveat. I'm totally fine yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I will say. I will say. The day I fly back from Las Vegas on Saturday, April 15th, like late at night, like I, uh-huh. well, not late at night, but uh, like eight o'clock Pacific time. As I, like yesterday, I got an email from the Smith Center because I'm on their mailing list because I bought tickets for my sister and, and nephew there. The day after I leave, Sunday the 16th, Patty Lapone is going to be there. I uh, almost, I almost no. changed my flights. Uh, I don't know if she still has Metal Arc in her repertoire or not, but... Uh, it's always I, there in mm, spirit. It is definitely there in spirit. But anyway, that so is all close. that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, Grace and Ashley will take you into the weekend. If you want to join me, Peter, and Jan... For this week on Broadway, don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon so that you can listen live. Have a great Thursday. We'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>